right. Welcome <clears throat> back to this oh, one's no, episode. Oh, no, I'm in. I'm in. Cough. I had to clear my throat. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't know we were starting, like, right away. Hang on, I gotta get a drink. All right, go ahead. Welcome back to this week's episode of Beyond the Controller. I'm one of your hosts. Anthony's awesome. Hi, I'm Dylan. That's that's AKA all you got. Links. Yeah, I'm just in the under the weather right now. I'm just not feeling too happy. Oh, that's a bunch of bull. I'm You're just, spending time with me. Come I'm on, so now. sad. You're what? I'm so sad. Why? I swear, if you say what I think you're gonna say about what's her face, I tried to I it. tried to buy followers on Twitch. Oh, what, a, man? Just, that have, don't you know that that's a scam? And they took all my money. Well, you should have just given that money to me. I would have bought you followers myself. God, that was hot. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, so this week on Beyond the Podcast. Beyond the speaking of buying followers, speaking of buying followers, we're going over some of the do's and don'ts of content creation. You're a butt. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. 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 See what I did there? You're so rude. I built all of that. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you now? Did you? No. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So half assed. Half assed. Just like this so, podcast. So as Dylan said, we're going to be talking about some do's and don'ts of content creation and just, you know, giving you some tips and tricks and talking a little bit about the uh, the pitfalls that we ourselves have fallen into, uh, such as buying followers, a.k.a. Dylan. AKA I have never. Hold on. Let me clarify something. I have never bought followers. <laughs> if I would bought I. followers, I'd be way bigger than I am right now. Right? Honestly, same. But remember... Something that most people forget is that followers does not equal viewers. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later on in the in, in the podcast. Um, so, yeah, you'll have to bear with us because, as we mentioned in our previous episode, we're still really new to this. We're working out the nerves, the kinks, ulu, uh, and all of the other things that go along with this process. Um, so, yeah. So, to start us off, we're going to talk about some common mistakes of creators and what that looks like. So, Dylan... What was one of the first mistakes that you realized you made in content creation? My first mistakes that I realized I was doing was follow for follow. Ooh, yeah. That is probably the worst thing you could probably do. One of the worst things. Because you're just building up your followers, but like you said earlier, followers does not equal views. Yeah. So I probably got like a hundred and something followers that i followed back and they don't watch my stuff yeah and i think that that's a pretty common mistake for most content creators yeah. and especially when you look at twitter twitter's always talking about like oh drop your links below i'm gonna be following all these people but that's an unrealistic expectation because one all those people who are commenting their links most likely aren't going to get followed back by that creator. Secondly, you're actually boosting that creator's engagement numbers by dropping your links in their comments. And so you've just given them publicity because on Twitter, as you know, whatever you like, your communities, your followers, or yeah, your followers can see what you've interacted with. And so you're giving that person free publicity and it's not doing anything for you. Yeah, the, think, chan- the chances of them like actually interacting with you whenever they have like however many thousand comments in their on their uh, post like like you said it's just for their publicity. That's they're just kind of building up their engagement numbers and so yeah, don't don't fall for it. It's not worth it. And the other thing, too, is it's not only on Twitter, but there are also discords that are based strictly on follow for follow. Um, And that if you support this creator, then we'll support you. Um, I think that gets into a whole nother topic around the concept of stream teams and what does that mean? And what are stream teams, which we'll talk about in a later episode, I'm sure. Um, To give you some context and background, I am an overall lead for a stream team. So I can talk to you about Awesome. I didn't even know that. It was a very big. Eh. Well, mine's not very big anymore. It used to be. 
Um, but we'll talk about kind of like how some stream teams are different from each other. But again, later podcast episode, do me a favor and put a pin in that one. But one of the things that I fell into a trap of, I was so excited when I hit Twitch affiliate status that I was like, I need all the emotes, all the sub badges. I need everything. So what did I do? I went to Twitter where oh, everybody no. posts about requesting somebody who knows how to do artwork. And well, the bots came and they came oh. aggressively and I yeah, didn't know oh. that there were that there <laughs> that they, oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I didn't know that there were bots like that that existed because I was this young content creator. I was a baby creator um, who was just really trying to, to get artwork for my stream. And I ended up spending like $120, $150 on like six emotes and a couple, maybe a couple sub badges. I don't remember, but I ended up having to have a friend who is a graphic artist edit those original emotes because the person who had created them for me used a black font on the actual word itself. So like if it said hype or if it said like um, rage, the letters were black. And if you don't know, majority of Twitch users oftentimes have Twitch in dark mode. So That's you couldn't so even see the word. And the so problem was up. I'm the kind of person who like if you're a creator, if you're an artist, I want to give you a little bit of creative freedom with my concepts that I'm looking for. But I right. want you to work with me. Right. Like I have the vision that I want you to bring to life. But I also know that you as an artist have artistic abilities and and just a lens to look through that's different from mine. So I want your perspective. I want your input. And when I asked them, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? We could do that. Yeah, sure. Okay, but what do you think about it? You're not telling me anything. Pause. Never mind. We'll talk about this later. All right. Bet. We'll talk about this off podcast because I got a bone pick with you now. Oh, boy. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm in trouble. You're Help, in trouble. I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. That was actually pretty right. good. Um, but yeah, no. God, that's my the black font. Yeah, that's, that is so you couldn't even up. see it. It was yeah. awful. It was absolutely awful. Oh, that's and fuck. she she took because it was a bot. She took what I said very literally and created that yeah. very literal image. It's annoying. I was not happy. Yeah. I spent too much money. And ended up having to have somebody redo it anyway. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's messed up. What do you think is another trap that most beginner Twitch streamers fall into? Um, I would think uh, streaming for too long, too often, with a low viewer count. Because oftentimes that one viewer is actually your OBS software or your Streamlabs yeah. software watching you. Yeah. So, like, most people say don't stream with zero viewers. I would say avoid streaming with just one viewer. But then how do we grow on Twitch? If we're not streaming, we're not gaining followers, right? Wrong. That is wrong, you little kitten. Did you just meow? Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you on Discord, but I heard your mouth move. Or I saw your mouth move. Did you hear me that time? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, streaming for too long, too often. Uh, I would avoid streaming with just one beer because, yeah, like he said, that is your um, OBS watching you. Um, but just because you aren't streaming doesn't mean you're not you don't have the capability of growing and you can do that by networking making friends with other streamers look at you creating the perfect segue into the do's of content creation wasn't that smooth it was smooth that was whiskey. smooth mm. what kind of was never mind um <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> maybe on another stream maybe on another stream you mean a 
Yes, on another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or another episode. Yeah. Oh goodness. All right. Um so networking. Networking it's like derailed the conversation. Yeah, no, networking is a big deal. I would think. I would say it's a big deal. I'd agree. I also think that which we can expand a little bit on later because you and I can talk a lot about a lot as networking. Yeah. In my opinion. Um I think I mean had, that because like yeah, networking is you want to just take that topic leaded, now? Networking leaded to our peak, you know. You mean lead? Our meet, our meeting, lead, whatever. Leaded? Little, 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 I went. I had small town Texas education, bro. I didn't get good education, so I'm gonna say some out of pocket shit. That just I had big sense. city Texas education. Oh yeah, so that's that's the fun thing is that Dylan and I are both from Texas, but when I met Dylan, I'm living where I'm currently living now, which is in Michigan. Um, and yeah. if you listen to our first episode, you know that we met through a D and D episode on twitch with our friend uh eli delights or led lights depending on how you want to say it eli delights yeah i mean i always said it is it it is eli delights exactly but so that's how we that's how we met and then uh we were we were having this conversation genuinely like dylan and i i don't know how we bonded but we ended up like sending each other each other's phone numbers don't do this at home, kids. I mean it. Do not do it. Unless Don't you, do like, this unless you're, you, like, you've been talking for a long time. Yeah, I think we've been like, talking for maybe a year on, like, Discord and streaming yeah. together um, and playing games. So, like, yeah, definitely don't give your info out right away. I think we Fair actually buddy. started out with our Snapchats, in all honesty, and then we moved over to texting. Yes, because, yeah, because I, I sent you my number. Or either way, because we were going to call and talk about uh, co-stream we were gonna do yep back when we started playing phasmophobia together yes yeah so i mean and i think that when you look back at 2020 as a whole there's so many of us that started on twitch together during that year oh, so many. that i've built so many genuine connections and i think that's a part of networking is that you have to be genuine and authentic with the connections that you're building it's not about going into somebody's stream and their chat and like getting to know the chat just for the sake of being able to self-promote because you don't want to self-promote on Twitch, but you want to build quality connections that can then turn into friendships. I think some of the coolest, best friends that I've made have come from Twitch. And if I'm being completely honest, like Dylan ah, is my number one best friend on Twitch. I'm not saying that just because he's here, but I'm saying that because this is a small town Texas guy from the middle of nowhere that I met on Twitch and not only that, he is my homie. He's my boy. I want everybody that goes to Anthony's channel and watches Anthony's Twitch to remember that. I'm number one. I am top the chain. All right, so maybe I shouldn't have said that. I am probably the <laughs> best. <laughs> you know I'm what I mean, playing. though? Like, yes. you, you're definitely one of the closest friends that I have. There's you, there's Daddy Coco um shyconic like i can name a list of people that i met during 2020 um that have absolutely just you know been amazing friends of mine that i've continued to build those relationships with um and so i think when you think about networking it has to be genuine it has to be authentic you have to create friendships that's what it's about if you're not creating friendships those people whose streams you're going into those twitch streamers they're not going to want to promote you but the best yeah. way to network is through Twitch raids, right? Like, you well, don't raid out. Also, I just want to I just want to expand on one more thing that you just said. Or like, if you're going into these people's streams and stuff, and um, not making authentic connections or trying to make authentic connections, it is most likely going to be looked at as you're kind of using them for clout which sucks but that's kind of like the that's just kind of how it is people are going to feel like they're being used for clout so if you if you're going to make a connection make a genu- genuine connection make an actual friend oh. and then either grow together or you know don't 
bother like trying to use them, I guess. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think that if you're going into somebody's channel, you need to make that genuine connection of, of being intentional and showing back up and actually engaging, not just being an observer. Um, I yeah. know that lurking is a huge thing. You know, times when I go into a stream, I'll chat a couple. And, like, Dylan knows this, too, because I do this to him when he does stream. Like, I'll go in, I'll chat a few lines, and I'll lurk. But I'll do a genuine lurk where you know that I'm in the stream. You can check the viewers if you wanted to. <clears throat> You'll see me there. Sometimes I'll lurk for a bit and then I might slip out the back door just because, like, I don't really need to announce that I'm leaving. Um, but I think oftentimes there's there's this concept for some people, and I, I've, been, I've been personally victim to it myself, of uh, people go into your stream, they type lurk, and there are people who have shown that connection with you and that you've trusted that you then are like, oh, yeah, let me shout out this person because I know them. They've been around for a bit. I've seen their streams. But then when you check the viewers, they're not actually there. They've, they've came in, they did the command, and then they dipped out. That is not building a connection. That's not being genuine and authentic. And I think that that is actually more predatory when you do something like that because you know, not predatory, but like manipulative, you know? Like you're manipulating the situation to be beneficial to you because you've built that connection and you've essentially established this safety net with this creator knowing that they will shut you out because they've built that bond. Yeah. Um, also, like, I don't know, this just, like, hit me. Maybe they just don't know how that command works. No. Like, maybe, they, maybe they do the command and, like, okay, so it'll still count my view and then dip. But these are other, like, cre I could these are other creators, though. That's the problem. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about specifically. Like, these are other creators going okay, into okay, somebody's okay. chat, typing yeah. the lurk command. My fault. Yeah, that's more so what I mean. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not referring yeah. to the viewers. Because, like, yeah, because um, in that recent event where, or in that blue moon event where I do show up to your Twitch chat, I'll, I'll type for a while, and I'll, I'll just mess around, and then I'll, I'll lurk. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I'm going to be real. I love you, but sometimes I don't lurk, because... I'm either playing Star Citizen and I have to literally close everything else on my computer or it's going to run like shit. <laughs> no, I completely get that. And, like, it's not an expectation that, like, my friends should be lurking my stream. They should be coming every stream. Um, right. That by no means what I'm looking for. But, like, having just that little bit of engagement is really helpful, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how you build those connections. Right, like you and I have built a sense of community together, mm -hmm. post stream together, and we've we've made it so that we share parts of our communities together as well. Like I know that my yeah. community, they're very familiar with you. Uh, yeah, they for, know who for, I am for a number of reasons. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, when you think about it too, like we wouldn't have made that connection had we not known Eli, and had Eli not invited us to play D and D together. We yeah. might never have crossed paths. And right. there are other ways that you can also network with people. Uh, my friend, The Real Imaginary, who streams on Twitch, I met her because I did a charity stream marathon. And we've been friends for almost three years now. Um, and so there are different ways for you to connect and network with folks. There's Twitter. There's stream marathons for charity streams, if you're interested in that. I mean, getting invited to be a co-streamer with somebody leads into more opportunities for collaboration and connection. I mean, look at us now. We're still continuing our relationship from Eli's mm. stream and we're expanding on it even further with this podcast, you know? And I'll say I don't I don't even think Eli's streams anymore. Not really, in all honesty. But that also has to go with like the work life balance and yeah. additionally goes back to the concept of Growing on Twitch, there are some folks who are in the community on Twitch to grow and make money and make this a full-time career. But when you yeah. think about the market for content creation and Twitch streaming, it's saturated. So you have to find ways to differentiate yourself. You have to find ways to make those connections with other people. Um, and so one of the things that I, uh, as a creator, you know, I, I'm editing videos for TikTok. I'm posting on Twitter, um, you know. 
everybody has a discord but the likelihood of people having your discord unmuted so that when you're sending out those alerts is so slim but but when they see something that they don't like they will let you know because i posted a notification in my discord and i was like hey how would y'all feel if i ended up deleting this discord just wiping it out and oh my goodness did my community come out of the woodworks and be like you better not delete this discord like this is how we stay connected and all this stuff i'm just like dang like okay so like y'all are watching the the notifications depending on what's being posted so that was a whole tangent about like other things but back to the your your channel is the only channel i don't have uh muted all right that makes but i don't you absolutely dipping out on my streams i'm just kidding i don't have an excuse not to show up to your stream i get i have your notifications on twitter i actually turned them on recently I turned turn your my notifications, notifications on. on. I did. And that is love, ladies and gentlemen. That is love. That is love. Uh if y'all if y'all didn't know or couldn't tell, uh Dylan's my uh online husband. So We're homosexuals. Yes, we are homosexuals. I'm the bi to his straight. We're bi straight. <laughs> but with that being said. Going back to the dues, right? We went on a whole tangent of networking. We covered that in, you know, the extent beyond <laughs> what we typically would have expected. But, and yeah. honestly, some of the other tips, one of the things that I do personally is I turn off the viewer account, and you'll hear a lot of content creators say to do this. I think that there are pros, cons, and situational circumstances in which that is beneficial. So Dylan and I were chatting about this when we were designing. Briefly, we the, we touched on it, but I'm like, no, no, we got to stop. We, we got to save we it for the podcast. We were talking about it for <laughs> when we were creating the outline of this episode, and so I told him that I, for me, it's very situational on when I turn it on and when I turn it off. If I'm having a really strong mental health day, if I'm feeling pretty good mentally, I'll have it on and I can stream to three viewers on average i get between five to 15 viewers depends on the game that i'm playing but i can usually leave the viewer count on if i'm in a good mental headspace if i'm not i have to turn that off because if i'm watching it my energy is just going to slowly drop and that's not what you want as a content creator is the responsibility for engaging and bringing the energy is on you because your community can't engage with each other except through the chat so it's your responsibility to kind of create the content right so you're looking at the internal dialogue you're looking at narration you're looking at sound effects and just ways to make the game more interesting so for me personally it really depends on the situation for whether or not i'll turn the count on yeah i'm i'm kind of different i i have to sit with mine on just because I, I just like knowing how many viewers I have. And that's probably not the best way to go. So I got to <laughs> ask. I got I to gotta ask. Knowing, knowing what I know about you, I'm not going to say anything out loud, obviously. But knowing what I know about you, how does, how does having the viewer count help you with navigating your energy or just like your overall Twitch kind of stream? So, uh, yeah, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, well, it, yeah, it really fucks me up. It really messes me up. So then, have like, you ever I'll, tried I'll turning get... it off though? Yeah, but then I'm like, oh, but I'm curious, you know, like you know, you can just hover over, right? I don't, I don't use. Um... Oh, don't tell me you abs. No, I don't use Streamlabs. Wait, you can hover over on OBS. Yeah, you can hover over it when that. it's hidden. I don't know that. Ladies and gentlemen, he has learned something new today. Wait, does that show up on OBS? Yeah. Am I dumb? Yes. I haven't streamed in a while. I think the first time I streamed in a while was yesterday, the day before. Day before. Wednesday. Friday. Yeah. When we played Fortnite together. Yeah, we did play Fortnite. Oh, I fucking hate Fortnite. You love me, though. I. My love for you exceeds my hate for Fortnite. Which I appreciate and value whatever so my challenge to you d would be to turn your viewer count off the next time you go live 
after you've like promoted it a little bit because i think that's the other piece to um building that viewership is you have to do promotion outside of just expecting to click that go live button and people are just going to flock to your stream that's not how it works especially in today's world where everybody's streaming on twitch everybody's on twitch unless you get raided by somebody big or whatnot like you're not really going to be discovered and that's the other piece of content creation and specifically on twitch is you want to raid out right you want to raid to to other streamers around your size or a little bit bigger and go back to that networking piece of building relationships and building those connections um i think that again part of the stream the charity stream that i did we were raiding out to different creators that were on a specific schedule and that's how i met the real imaginary and i just matched her vibes like her vibes were immaculate i just loved her and i've been friends with her for vibes like i said were immaculate the vibes were immaculate and they were fantastic yeah. um yeah. and so she and i yes. have been fr- <laughs> she and i have been friends for almost three years like i said um and so i think that rating is such a huge important piece especially now that they've gotten rid of the hosting feature on twitch which has been about two months now but I let's be that. real Nobody really ever watched the hosts, though. Let's let's be honest. You know, like how many yeah. people were going to somebody's channel while they were offline and running into the hosted channel? You know. Well, there's. Don't they have auto host? I thought they had auto. They had auto some... host, but they removed that when they, they removed, removed the too. whole host feature. Stupid. But oh wait, hold on. I'm probably late and way behind this. But didn't they have like um suggestions, like manual suggestions? What do you mean? Like you can go into your Twitch settings and add people that yeah, you would you, like suggested. You could go in and manually select who you wanted to have hosted when they were live. You could also manually... not ho- not hosted, not hosted. So you know, whenever um you go to someone's channel and they're offline, and it has suggested. Streamer. Oh, that. I don't know about because I, I think it was brought up, but it never was fully implemented. But I know that they are coming out know. with a new discoverability, and also they're trying to become TikTok in a way where it allows mobile mobile users to just scroll through clips of your content to figure out if they connect. I don't know. I have to look more into that. That's another conversation That's not a terrible for idea, a though. later episode. Um, yeah. but that's we'll definitely have to do some out. homework on that. Got it out. Um, rewatching your VODs. That's a big thing. This is something that I am guilty of not doing. And I don't do it either. The reason why I, <laughs> that I know that I should do it is because there are games where I can find myself. I, I watch some clips and I'm just deadpan. Like, my face is just stoic as I'll get out. And I don't look entertained. And I think part of being a content creator is being able to enjoy yourself and look like you're enjoying yourself. You know, yeah. like when I'm using Dixper, I don't know what's going to happen when it's going to happen. Man, don't bring up Dixper right now. We'll, we will talk about it in a later episode, but Dixper's great. Dixper's all right. Dixper's fantastic. You're just mad because we love, you we love, we love screwed Dixper. by it so many we times. We love Dixper. Dexter brings around some really funny moments. Okay, but we won't talk. We'll talk about Dexter more later. <laughs> but like, I think that's if you want to find quality clips, unless you have a stream deck or unless you have a hot key that automatically saves that replay for that thirty seconds for you to go back and edit. The only way you're going to get clips, especially as a smaller creator, is by going back through your vods, finding those moments, clipping them yourselves. And it's important for you to go back and do that anyway, because your vods are only stored for up to what thirty days. Uh, is it 15 like as an affiliate? I think it's 15 days as an affiliate. I could be wrong. I don't know. One of the something two. Something like that. Um, I, nope, it's 30 days as an affiliate, 60 days as a partner. I don't I don't have my VODs auto post. Yeah, I'm aware. For some reason. You can set that up. I can show you how. I I could probably figure it out. But yeah, I don't know why it's set like how that. how you can figure out that the... Uh, oh, wait, probably because they would keep getting muted. Because Probably I because you're constantly listening to music. copyrighted music. Yeah, exactly. A copyrighted musical odds. Haven't you learned how to separate? I don't even know how to do that. 
I did. And why? Why are you on? Okay, you know what? I love you. Haven't you learned to separate your audio, dude? No. <laughs> um, what else do we have to touch base about within this episode? I think that uh, you know, I think we do have one more. We have one more don't. That is oh. Yeah, earning well, money. we didn't even really we didn't even really touch base on those don'ts. We talked about common yeah. mistakes. We talked about the do's so far, but we haven't even talked about the don'ts. Yeah, we yeah we haven't elaborated. Well, I I elaborated on follow for follow because I saw that you just took a Snapchat. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Mid recording, you're 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 taking Snapchats. Listen, Are you gonna take this seriously, Anthony? I do take this seriously. Hello, who's the one who came up with the idea of writing the bullets out for us so that way we could have. A flow to what we're talking about. Really? Yeah. You yeah. want to go there right now? Yeah. I, I do want to go, go there right now. now. I do. You want to go there right now? Like right now? No. We'll talk okay. about that off podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. Nah, uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, we have we have two more don'ts. That we haven't elaborated on nor. Talked about. Where would you like to start? I think we should stre- we should start with uh stressing earning money as an affiliate. Cuz let's be real. As an affiliate uh, as an affiliate, you're not going to make a lot of money. Not not enough to, you know, quit your 9 to 5. Absolutely. And you know, even live some off of it. the even some of the top rated Twitch streamers like struggle to make a like they get it but it's like twitch partners and some of the top like one percent of twitch streamers like they barely get there to to make that level wage a lot of the money that you're wanting to get is through the sponsorship so when you think of people like ninja like Ninja had sponsorships with Microsoft and a bunch of other companies. And I think, you know, when you look at the partnerships that happen with other companies like uh, Dr. Disrespect Disrespect. did a collaboration with the company that made Rogue Company. And he also designed a whole map for them. I think he designed a few. And so, like, these Twitch partners and creators who are making a decent amount they're doing it through other avenues. They're not doing it by asking for Twitch subs and asking for bits because in all honesty, if y'all aren't aware, Twitch, a hundred bits equals one dollar because it's one cent per bit. Yeah. And then you only get what, like a dollar something off of a Twitch sub of forty nine like the base for dollar dollar twenty-five. A dollar twenty-five for the four dollar ninety-nine cent Twitch sub. So you have to find oh, those wait, other options. No, op- it's it's two fifty. Two fifty, I believe so. So you have oh yeah, because it's a fifty percent, isn't it? Take a fifty percent cut. Yeah, they take a fifty percent cut. So like when you think about it, if you want to make money on Twitch, you have to through it through other avenues. So looking yeah. at you know posting content to where you can hit the monetization on your YouTube, right? Right now, Twitch is in a position where. <clears throat> They made it so that essentially there's an ad revenue incentive that's going on that they that they rolled out at the end of last year, about August or so, where if you are to run three minutes of ads an hour, so throughout an hour, three minutes of ads, um, you can get an increased ad revenue. What that did was there are so many content creators out there now, both affiliates and um, partners that are running these ads either at the one-minute minimum per hour to get those three, right? So one minute for every 30 minutes or at higher volumes to increase their ad revenue. And that's because Twitch then implemented increased ads on Twitch streams. So you could end up going to a Twitch stream that has an ad run for five minutes. You can have one that's for 10 minutes, but it's completely variable. If you don't manually set up how you want your ads to run, when you want them to run the frequency, all of that. 
Yeah. But like, and also there's, there's this one website that they'll do like advertisements or you, they'll send you like sponsor stream elements. Yeah. They'll send you, um, offers and some of them, I'm going to be honest. Some of them aren't the greatest. Like, uh, raid shadow legends is pretty big on there and it is also like pretty big everywhere. V sponsorship. Yeah, and they got they got sponsorships from like yeah, Raid Shadow Legends, HelloFresh, all kinds of stuff. Um, there is criteria that you have to meet to like start making money off those. But if you're really serious about it and you really want to go that route, it is there. It's a great um little website. You just sign in with your Twitch info, and you get a whole dashboard, and the offers will start rolling in. Yep, and then you've got programs and companies like um, Dexper and Streamloot, where your community can go and purchase crates or uh, action things that they can then have you do on stream. I personally prefer Dexper because it automatically integrates with your OBS software, which makes everything clean and easy. Streamloot's you have to manually initiate yourself, and if you're not paying attention, you could miss that Streamloot's card. Um, but these are also fun, interactive ways for you to incentivize your um, your viewers. I will say that I, when I did this, I did it wrong because I started giving away free crates, and so that kind of became an expectation of my community. So getting people to purchase crates is a little bit more of a challenge. However, I've made a channel re- redeem that they can have to then... Redemption redeem their points for crates yeah redeemable redemption channel point redemption whatever you want to call it anyway but there are so that way they they can still have the opportunity to engage with that yeah without having to spend a penny right um and i try to make it so that when they buy crates it's as low as possible that still gives me some kind of cash but not a lot um same thing with my merch which anyway a little plug there uh (laughs) so like even with my twitch merch like i've made it so that it's as affordable as possible where i can still make a little bit of positive cash flow but i'm not expecting anybody to buy the stuff you know yeah and so you have to find those alternative options to creating a cash flow for yourself on Twitch that isn't stressing money on the platform itself and essentially begging for viewers or begging for your viewers to subscribe or give bits. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I've always I've always felt awkward like asking like I've never asked someone to sub except my buddies because I I just that's just what I do with my buddies like um. It just doesn't feel right to ask people to sub to my channel. Like, if I mean, if they do drop a sub, so grateful. It's awesome. Sounds but, yeah. so authentic about that. So grateful. It's awesome. Well, because usually most of the people that, that sub to my channel are my buddies. And, you know, I thank them. I'd be <laughs> like, oh, thanks, guys. For... That, that, that... I say, oh, thanks, guys, for giving me your money. You know, but just <laughs> to my buddies. I only say that to my buddies. I would never ever say that to another viewer but yeah so don't stress about the whole money thing yet once you start getting bigger and growing numbers then you can think more on the whole money side of it but like i said as a affiliate you're not gonna make much and that's just it is what it is. Roll with it. And the biggest thing that a lot of creators don't do is create content offline. Because oh, yeah. your VODs are great. People may or may not watch them depending on the content that you have in them. But if you want to grow, you need to be creating clips and edits offline so that you can post those on YouTube Shorts, post them on TikTok, utilize social media to your advantage. Um, Twitter, I mean, Twitterverse is huge for just finding other gamers, other Twitch streamers, um, you know, finding out what's new and what's up to date, what's happening in the in the whole streaming world as a whole. Um, 
there's also a little bit of drama here and there that you can always get caught up with because everybody likes a little spice. Um, and so, Dude. you know, when you're when you're look when you're looking at growing, you want to make sure that you're utilizing all of your different avenues for success. Pro tip: Also, stay away from drama. <laughs> On, stay away from mama online drama. drama, huh? Did you get you involved in baby mama drama? What happened? Oh, you know what happened. It was that clip. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember. I yes. don't want to. Yes. I'm not going to share names. But yeah, a specific someone, a specific someone made a clip out of context. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, yeah, out of context made made my buddy look. Or me, my buddy my brother my whole like group that i mainly stream with man it's looked terrible because it was one joke taken out of context of a whole bit that we were doing and yeah they uploaded to their channel and then i was like yo like what's what's this it's not worth it it's not worth getting into drama just you know i feel like i feel like they're is a possibility and i could be wrong this could be just me there is a possibility that some people take being an affiliate extremely too seriously if that makes sense how so like like i don't i i've always been against looking at streaming as a job i'm if I start looking, because if I start looking at it as a job, I'll get uninterested. I'll just stop. I don't, I don't know why. That's just how I am. But so like people that like look at it as a job and are just like, I don't know, like they just take it too seriously and they'll get mad. They'll get like actually mad if something doesn't go the way they want on their stream. If that makes sense. Like, I get the frustration. This isn't coming out right. <laughs> this is not coming out right. What am I trying to say? The faces that I'm making are because I'm the person who takes this seriously. No, 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 no. Because I've met people that take it way more seriously than you do. Well, I mean, I think that it's a spectrum, right? You have people but, who can yeah. go over the top with it and people who, because like, I definitely. People who are over the top, because I don't think you're over the top at all. Because I definitely see streaming as a side hustle that helps me get a little bit of income. You know, like I recognize yeah. my privilege in being that I do get pretty much semi-regular Twitch payouts, right? Especially now that Twitch has lowered their um, their payout to $50. Like yeah. I will typically probably hit that. Um, yeah. And even beforehand, even before they lowered it, I was hitting it pretty regularly, you know? And so it's nice because even though I make a salary, I've got all this student debt that I'm trying to work down. And But to be completely honest, majority of the money that I make from streaming goes back into the stream, which is nice because then I don't have to worry about using my paycheck for that stuff. Yeah, right? your your stream is paying for itself. Exactly. And so... That's why I do all the things that I do to try to grow my community, to try to provide opportunities and avenues for me to find new ways to make money on streaming without asking my community, you know, because I do see it as a second, like a second opportunity. Yeah. Which like, and I, I see it as an opportunity too. Like if I had the opportunity to stream full time, I would definitely hop on that. But like, I don't really we'll look at it as like if i don't i don't know what i'm trying to get across you know what just ignore everything i've said it makes sense you know like uh you see it as a secondary income if i had the opportunity to do this full time i absolutely would hop on that i just i just streamed it for fun i don't really you stream for fun and the money is just a nice little bonus yeah. Whereas, like, people who are streaming for the financial, which I right, know that there yeah. are plenty of people who are out there who are convincing their family or their significant other, like, hey, let me try this for, like, six months. And if I can make right. a livable income off of it, 
it's like then I do it full time. Like I get that, and I think that there are, there are plenty of people out there too, you know. Which I've I've had I've had that conversation before. Or like, there. yeah. And you know, with my family or with my okay, hold on, with my mom, <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, like awesome, like go for it, because my mom's TikTok famous on Tarot Talk. And I'm not going to do a free advertisement, so she can pay for an advertisement if she wants an advertisement. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Tarot Talk. Featuring... Tarot Talk. Yeah. I should get a text from her here soon if she's sitting in the living room. But, um... <laughs> but, um... No, so she's like, go for it. Like, if you can pull it off, then do it. And I was like, okay. And then, uh... My girlfriend at the time... She wasn't really down for it. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really see it the same way I did, but that's okay because I still did it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, th- you know, it's always good to have that conversation, see what other people's input is. But at the end of the day, it's kind of up to you, you know. I think that leads is a perfect segue into our next point of you know, yeah. if you enjoy it, do it right. Like you're you're talking about how you leave the viewer count on because you want to see how many viewers you're streaming to. But that doesn't stop you from streaming. Like you might be on a hiatus, you might be taking a break, yeah. but like you still come back. You know, you're still putting yeah, in that effort I, from time to time. Cause like I have I have people that will like reach out to me and ask me if, when I'm streaming again. Which makes me feel great. It is a good It's a great feeling. Because I had yeah, one of my one of my buddies, he was like, dude, I like when are you streaming again? I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna be streaming more here soon, because we're you know got to work this up, and then I got to work up my viewer account so we can broadcast this podcast. Broadcast the podcast. I love broadcast it. The podcast. <gasps> what if that would have been the name of our podcast? No, it's too late. I I I'm I still fuck with beyond the controller. Beyond the, beyond the controller. Yeah, you're gonna say um, on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but. He was like, when are you streaming again? I was like, I'll be streaming a, a lot here sooner or later. And he was like, dude, I loved watching your streams. He's like, I'll just throw it on, sit back, relax. It was funny. I enjoyed it a lot. I was like, thank you. Like, I, like it made me feel so good. And it, there's no other feeling like it. I don't think. Unless a toddler coming up to you and hand them, them handing you a piece of candy. I think that's the biggest sign of respect. Uh, speaking of toddlers i have a friend of mine um well my roommate he's really good friends with someone that she does girl scout and i've known them for about three years three or four years now and Mm -hmm. i knew them when her her little boy was like a baby ish um now he i don't know how old he is but she told her she told her son to like all right say bye to uh my roommate and anthony and I was expecting him to wave, and he, like, ran at me and gave me a hug. And I was like, oh, that is oh, so yeah. cute. Like, I didn't expect him to do that because I didn't think he knew me that way. Um, but I was just like, because you brought up the toddler giving you pee. I was yeah. like, yeah, toddlers do some they're, cute stuff. Yeah. So I, I would put toddlers and being told that you have a good stream is pretty neck and neck, I would say. It's a very, very nice little. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I agree with you. There's nothing. There's nothing better as a creator when you get that dm or that message that says hey i really miss your streams when are you streaming again or i've got people who will be like oh my gosh i'm sorry i missed your stream like i feel so bad like no you don't have to feel bad for missing my streams the fact that you even think about my stream or that you missed it like that means a lot to me that means that i'm doing something right as a creator to help you feel invited welcomed and excited to be here every time right you know what i mean I agree with yeah. you 100% on that point. Um which again going back to the point at hand is like like do it. If you enjoy it, do it. Yeah. It, it. It's a matter of persistence. So many people that I know who started streaming on Twitch when we started aren't on the platform anymore for yeah. any number of reasons. It could be viewer count, it could be lack of growth, it could be anything. And yeah. it's all about persistence. And I know that people hear that and they're like, okay, well, persistence means that I need to stream more. If I stream more, if I stream longer, that's going to turn into growth. And that goes back to everything that we've discussed in this entire podcast is that 
you have to be intentional. You have to be mindful and strategic with what you're doing, how you're doing it, and what you're spending your time doing. Because yeah. all of that will then turn into the growth if you're investing into it. Like, you know, you have if you if you want this to succeed, you have to see that as that opportunity, personally. Yeah. And uh coming from me, uh don't don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. It's not worth it. I give up a lot. <laughs> I take I take really long breaks between stream streaming. Like let's see, however long ago I I took almost a year off. And then I started a few months ago. Started streaming Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I started streaming that, The Forest, Valorant. Which um, didn't you buy all of the Batman games? Yeah. Yeah, so so when, when all of them were on sale for like ten bucks. Have you completed Arkham Asylum? No. All right. Well, we need to get on that because you're playing it for me. Remember? Yeah, I know. I'll 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 get back on it. I was about to uninstall them the other day to make room for Star Citizen. Glad you didn't. I didn't know they're still there. But I gotta I gotta play them all before uh Hogwarts Legacy before Hogwarts Legacy comes out. Which because once we'll get... once that comes out, out the window, gone. Dude, I'm so excited. It's gonna be a good time. But I'm... don't don't take away from our next episode. What are you doing? You're right. You're yeah. right. That's that's supposed to be the next episode. Anyway, you're right. To wrap up this episode, um, what do you think are some of the biggest things? Like, if you could give a, an upcoming creator a piece of advice. What would that be? Network. Don't fall for Twitter bots. <laughs> I'm never going to live Twitter. that one down. Yeah. Um, be persistent. Don't, don't give up. Um, yeah, make genuine connections with other streamers. Um, yeah, I, I think that's don't follow for follow. Do not ever Biggest don't thing. don't don't follow for follow. Also, terrible idea. If you're a growing creator, do not put your chat in follower only mode just to gain followers. Period. Yes. Biggest turnoff ever as a viewer. And if somebody is following you already and they rate you and you had follower for follow or you had follower mode activated the whole time. I will typically drop out because I want to match your vibes before I follow you. That's yeah. just my piece of advice um, is make sure that you're aware of that. Also, make sure that you're checking your VODs for your audio quality, making sure that there's no echoing. I have a timer on my stream that says, hey, everybody, let me know if the stream audio is acting a little funny or if the video looks a little weird. Because sometimes that's a nice little invitation for those lurkers who are looking for the opportunity to chat um, and it's really easy to add up. But the biggest thing, like Dylan said, network, making sure that you're not doing follow for follow and persistence. If you have questions, you can reach us on our Twitter. It's at BTC podcast GG, or you can check out Anthony's awesome on Twitter as well. Or you can check out D underscore links on Twitter. And we look forward and to seeing you on the next episode of Beyond the Controller.